Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the running. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the particular episode, just want to give a shout out to uh, all the podcasts that we have available in our network from the Power Hour to Circle City Cinema uh, to the Divine Rhyme. You know, the list goes on. Uh, You know, we've got plenty of content out there for you. Uh, Alex and Dylan are just going through NBA teams like nobody's business. Uh, they're they're rocking and rolling in that. Don't be afraid to check that out with the NBA season uh, getting heated up and, and with all the COVID stuff. Super crazy. Got the Divine Rhyme. Worked on some Spotify wrapped episodes over the last couple of weeks. Super cool to how they talk about, you know, what Spotify wrapped is doing for music and for people and et cetera. And then uh, my co-host, Bryce Shaddy, uh, is going to have a episode with, in the Circle City Cinema World uh, with Zach Griffith, uh, focused on a movie with Brad Pitt. But I will not repeat the title of the movie so that you keep your eyes out for the episode. Mm, which so, shall it be? Which shall it be? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It could be a ton. And, and then don't be afraid to you know, consider giving us ratings. Uh, the more ratings we get, uh, the better and, and more we can get this podcast out to everybody. And so without further ado, uh, it's my privilege to bring in Bryce uh, once again. Bryce, I, I this is such a wild week, even picking out what games we were going to do. <laughs> I, I was sitting there just like, what are we going to, how are we going to do this? How am I going to bring these questions? Up? Uh, a lot to think about. Oh, uh, 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 Caleb. Oh, Caleb, what a week. What a week and what a Colts win. Caleb, what a Colts win this week. I was there in person, Caleb. I'm still struggling with my voice. I'm in. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. This game was on a Saturday. I'm still struggling. Still struggling. Was it absolutely <laughs> worth it? Yes, it was. And we're going to talk about it later. We are going to talk about it later, but real quick, we'll go through our our categories and, and I'll I'll start off with um you know the get the sack for this week and and you know for me it, i mean bryce you even text me about you know we got to go with him i mean i agree there's no denying and i mean cliff kingsbury he, he absolutely needs to get the sack i mean this is a, a a guy that you know obviously you don't have deandre hopkins in the picture but you know <laughs> i'm just gonna be honest bryce i'm kind of tired of, of that being the the excuse at this point Hopkins hasn't really been healthy all season. Unfortunately, it's sad, but I feel like as a coach, you should be able to like, it's not like the guy played 15, 15 or 13 games for you. And then all of a sudden he's out. He's been out of the lineup a lot. So you, you kind of know what you have to work with. And yet it didn't look like they knew what they were doing. You know, the, the lions were all over them. They weren't allowing the Cardinals to get anything going no rhythm uh, credit Dan Campbell uh, for putting his guys in, in, in the best positions because I mean, Bryce, I genuinely can't even, I don't know if anybody could name five players in the lions defense, uh, but they took out an offense of the Arizona Cardinals that, you know, just, you know, they've got a lot of talent, even with Hopkins out of the picture, just made them look so easy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Dan Campbell put together a plan and uh, I mean, they absolutely obliterated the Cardinals, not just yeah. beat them, not just yeah. beat them, no. uh, dominated them, yeah, obliterated them. Yeah. 
So no, I, Hey, shout out. And, and this is, this is what we've been talking about with Arizona, right? Yes, it They is. need to stay he- healthy and can, can they get, can they get a game where Kingsbury isn't going to cause them to lose and not right. have them prepared. And they have failed both of those this year so far and it's yeah, hurting absolutely. them and it's hurting them. Yeah. But might get the sack of the week. <clears throat> A lot of a lot of worthy candidates actually this week. I, I agree. Honestly, there are. honestly, agree. there are. Like it, it's it's very hard to choose. I agree. It's very hard to choose. But I'm gonna go with this because we have seen this on a consistent basis. I'm okay. getting very frustrated with it. And I think he's giving himself an out where he can't be blamed. Nah, I like stuff like this. All right, who you got? Okay. I'm going with John Harbaugh. You need to get oh. the sack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't yeah. see that. See here. Here's my explanation for this. Okay. Caleb. All right. Stop asking your players if they want to go for two and try to win the game. That is not their decision. You are being paid as a head coach uh, in a, in the national football league to make those decisions. I am all for listening to your players and play, player empowerment, but you are the head coach. You make the decision. And, 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 you know, he can't be blamed for it because, oh, well, right, right. I'm listening to my team. I'm a team guy. I'm a player's guy. Yeah. They wanted to go for two. They knew what the stakes yeah. were. Right. Stop. Yeah. You have an opportunity. You, you go and you go and you play the Green Bay Packers at yeah. home yeah. with a backup quarterback who actually played extremely well in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's not like you are struggling against the Packers. No, you put up 30 points on the Packers, a very good defense this year. Yeah. You are hanging with them. Uh-huh. Stop doing it to these teams. You did it to the Steelers. You went for two. You blamed injuries. You you went for two against the Packers. You didn't make it. And you asked if they wanted to go for two. I believe they did it in another game earlier in the season, too. I, I think they did. Mistaken. No, they did. These are costing you games. And guess what, Caleb? They're on the outside looking in now. That's like exactly they, right. their their playoff spot is now in danger <laughs> yeah. because of these three decisions. Three decisions can set you out of a playoff spot, let alone just one decision. Yeah. Stop getting cute. Take the extra point. Go into overtime and trust your team. Trust it well, and, and he's got to trust them. Uh, for this coming week, Bryce. I mean, you're talking about a Cincinnati Bengal team that yeah, that's it got their get eyes easier. on the prize. You know, they they've got their eyes on the prize. They're at home. They kicked your they kicked your sweet tails earlier in the season like it was nobody's business, and now they get to go at home and face you. I mean, yeah, I, I think I luck. think the Bengals might have a lot of confidence heading into that game, and that's going to be awfully tough. I would for the Ravens. Uh, I'm going to go with collapse instead of offense defense, but switch it up. Uh, mine is mine's the Browns. I mean, holy crap! Uh, oh, I, I mean, uh, Bryce, I, I think it, as far as I'm concerned, I, they're done. They're done. Yeah, I mean, they're I, I at mean, the bottom. I of the think division. they're done. You know, you you you're now at the bottom of the division. You you went from you know being in that contention to now 13th in the conference because you you know have tiebreakers and things of that nature. And I mean, Bryce, in the preseason, and we've talked about it, the hype that they've had what I gave them, how we talked about them. But this is a team that has had opportunities to still find a way to win games and they're not doing it. And I'm not going to give them excuses for not doing that. You know, I, I you know how I feel about the Raiders. I think the Raiders are a joke. For the Raiders to come in there and beat you 
you know, and I get Nick Mullins is the quarterback. Nick Mullins sucks. They, this is a team that just doesn't have a lot left in the tank with, with all the guys that they didn't have available. But I, I mean, that game really felt like something they should have won. And I think they would tell you that too. And I think, you know, now we're seeing a team on the outskirts of the playoffs and Bryce, I'll be honest. I mean, if you'd said to me right now, okay, you know, if, if we talked about it in July of last year, we said, Hey, and you're looking at the AFC North, what's the team that's going to finish last? The Browns were not the team that I thought was going to finish. No, last. in fact, I believe you picked them to go to the Super Bowl. This I year. picked them. To, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. But I'm saying I just I just don't think most of, I just don't think most people would have I just don't think most people would have picked them last. That's all I'm saying. No, I, I agree. No, with most you. people I wouldn't agree. have picked them last. And I think that is a shocking revelation of how competitive that division is, but also, you know, there's a lot of problems in Cleveland. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, obviously it didn't help with all the COVID uh, with all the players and coaches on the COVID list, but yeah. uh, I mean, this is a very winnable game and and it was proved that. And I, yeah. I don't think Nick Mullen sucks. I think he's a very capable quarterback and oh I don't think he hurt you. I don't think he hurt you in this game, Caleb. Okay. All right. Go watch I, the tape. Caleb. No, I just think Nick Mullins is a good quarterback. I mean, he's, he's, oh, he's, he's not, whatever. he's not a good quarterback. He's not Nick starting Mullins quarterback in the league. Nick Mullins or Mac Jones. Oh, Mac Jones. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Yeah, come on. That's a, joke. A That's a joke. Okay. All right. Here's my collapse of the week. <laughs> and I think this is very warranted because you had them right where you want them. You had them right where you want them. I like and this. you couldn't okay. close it out. All right. My collapse of the week are the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm. You hold a 14 to 6 lead going into the fourth quarter. Mm. You you put up 14 points in the fourth quarter, but you yeah. give up 15 mm. in the tie to a Chiefs team that if you give them if you give them an inch, they take a mile from you. And that's exactly what Travis Kelsey did in overtime. He took a mile out of the out of the Steelers' butts. He took a mile out of it. He made a mockery of that defense. And Brandon Staley, a defensive minded coach, had no game plan for Travis Kelsey, who had 10 receptions, 191 yards, and two yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. That is my class league. And in a game that that I think the Chargers should have had, I think they needed yeah. it for yep. their confidence and for their playoff run. Again, they're, they're another team that's on the cusp that that's in the wild card position right now. Um, you know, I don't know if I really yeah. see a path for them to win the division. So they're going to need help and they're going to need to win their games outright. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, that that's a game I really thought I liked the way they were playing. I thought they had some good looks. You and I then texted just was like, okay, why is the, you know, the lack of involvement with Eckler in the red zone? Why is that happening? Yeah, you know, especially in big it cost down situations. It cost them a whole touchdown. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not as and I'm not going to sit here and debate that, you know, should he's gone, should he have gone for it on fourth down? Should he have gone for it on fourth down? But it's just it just makes you wonder, like, I appreciate okay, the confidence. Are, though. are you put? Yeah. Like, are you what are you trying to do to put your players in the best position? Austin Eckler, especially if you're going to run the ball, I feel like he's got to be in those situations. You can't just give it to Josh Bukele, you know, Jackson. No. You can no. eat, and I'm not saying those guys are bad, but but that's not, not who that. who got you there. Yeah, that's exactly. not that's not your best player. Yes, yes. Next up, um, offensive player of the week, and and man, I'll tell you, I I was really thinking about this. There are a lot of guys that came to my a lot, mind. A lot of great candidates, but you know, I, I was impressed with what Jalen Hurts was able to give on Tuesday against Washington. Ooh, I mean, I understand Jalen Hurts love. I understand Washington was depleted. I, I understand but they were playing that, better. They were, that but, defense but they were well. Absolutely. And I mean, Jalen Hurts, you know, he had that 
that rough interception. I was like, crap. I was like, I, you know, they might lose the game. But the way he was able to bounce back strong like that, go for three touchdowns, two on the ground, one on the pass, and put the Eagles team in a very prime position for the playoffs. I just think, Bryce, I, it's, it's even, yes, we're talking about it from a week's perspective, but I also think from a franchise perspective, this is the type of game that might change your thinking. You know, you're playing against a division rival. You know, I, I'm of the believer, Bryce, they got to have Hurts as their quarterback next year. I mean, just quit jacking around with the draft and, and let this guy be your starter. Uh, I, I think he's been really good for them when he's healthy. He showed what he's capable of. Uh, I would have everything in my power if I'm the Eagles. I'm trying to make sure that I'm playing to his strengths and not just trying to throw the ball like 40 times a game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to go uh, for my offensive player of the week. I'm going to go with Tyler Hundley, actually. That, yeah, um, I can't blame Stepping you. in uh, yeah. against a good Packers defense. Um you know, even down by a significant margin, especially when you're playing Aaron Rodgers, uh, and, and yeah. went toe to toe with him. Uh, I mean, he finished the game 28 of 40 for 215 yards through two touchdowns. Mm. And then he ran the ball 13 times for 73 yards and another two touchdowns. So he had four total touchdowns. He was only sacked once and he didn't turn the ball over, which has been an issue for Lamar Jackson this year. Yeah. And it's fascinating to see how many points this Baltimore Ravens team can score when they're not turning the ball over. So, I mean, that was very refreshing for this Ravens, this Ravens offense. I just wish they would Harbaugh would just give him a chance. Give him a chance. Go to overtime and see what happens, right? Yeah. You know, you just hope that that Aaron Rodgers doesn't get the ball uh, the, fir- the first drive. But if you get the ball the first drive, you know, anything can happen at that point. Yeah. Anything can happen. The way that the way that game was going, they had all the momentum. They had I all agree. the momentum. So, I. but hey, Tyler Hundley, uh, you know, stepping in for, you know, second, third time of his career. Hey, big props to you, man. That's ballsy game. Well, and who ballsy knows, guys? I mean, that might give him, a, I mean, in all seriousness, I don't think it's crazy to sit here and say by this time next year, he might be a starter. He might be a starter for somebody because the team for might somebody. Okay. want to yeah, come yeah. in, want to come in and just be like, hey, uh, we got to get a quarterback. We don't have a high enough draft pick. We just want to build around somebody. Let's build around. Let, let's see what he can do for us yeah, in our absolutely. system. He's showing that. I mean, their teams are going to consider looking at him. I don't know what team that would be, but I got to think somebody will. Um, you know, for me, and the, the, on the defensive side, I got to give it to Cam Jordan, man. All oh, over he was Bucks balling offensive out. line. He was All balling over out. them. I mean, this was a team that has always had Brady's number, but it seems like that guy is – had that number, man. He he just had that number on his speed dial. I mean, you talk about a guy that is just getting to the quarterback at will, two sacks. He's the man in New Orleans. You know that that's the guy you got to key in on. The fact he still gets two sacks against the Tampa Bay Buccaneer offensive line that I heard was just, oh my gosh, unbelievable. Well, they're so great. They're going to win every battle. The New Orleans Saints defense said otherwise. Yeah. It was great. I loved it. I did too. I did too. Oh, Caleb, I get to geek out here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. My defensive player of the week is none other than the maniac, Darius Leonard. Oh, this is a masterful. Darius Leonard. Oh, and I got to witness every moment of it. Oh, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. Ten total tackles, eight solo, one tackle for loss, an interception, and a fumble recovery. Oh, yeah. I think that's pretty good. (laughs) 
Sorry, not a fumble recovery. My apologies. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah. But his interception when he threw Jacoby Myers <laughs> to the ground like he was his little son. Yeah. Oh, uh, Caleb. And not to mention, he blew up a third down rush where it was he got in the backfield and he he tack. I think it was I think it was Brandon Bolden. He absolutely just wrapped him up for like a loss of three. Oh, Darius Leonard. He was amping up the crowd uh, during TV timeout. Oh, my. Darius Leonard, it, it, rightfully so. Yeah. Pro bowler. He should he should be an all-pro this season. He should be defensive player of the year this season. Yeah. It's a joke that they're not talking about it. And he called out the media for it today, and rightfully so. He said, I should have been considered three times already. He's like, if I was playing for Dallas, I, w- I would be it. No, no problem if I was putting up these numbers. And he's absolutely right, Caleb. It's a joke. He's not getting recognized for this, for what he's doing on this team and the way he's responded to his early season struggles. Wow. You said that about the Dallas. You said that about the Dallas part. He's like, yeah, direct quote. That's a, yeah, that's a direct quote. I didn't see that. Wow. That's a direct quote. I don't think he's wrong, but wow. I I just, I just, the way that the Colts are playing, you know, I, he's a huge part of it. Obviously Taylor is, but what Leonard's doing on defense, the versatility, the speed, you know, that punch out is a special trait that he has his fumble spread. I don't know. Absolutely. What the, I don't even know how you would describe it, but it's like, it's, it's a superpower, man. It's, it's, it's a, you know, it's an for all X the people factor. that for all the people that like to, you know, watch their Marvel shows, it's like Hawkeye Hawkeye's got, you know, the ability to, to nail it with some great shots. You know, for Darius Leonard, it's the punch out. You know, it's, it's just, it's just, it's, it's doing what you got to do, man. It's all amazing. It's It's amazing. It's all it is. And anyway, I mean, we got, you know, an incredible slate of games to be able to come in and discuss and just talk about, okay, how does this impact uh, the playoffs? How does this impact the league? And, you know, Bryce touched on the Colts defensively. I'll I'll touch on the Colts here. Um, You know, I'm of the belief that this is the type of win that just moves you into the top tier. Oh, I yes. mean, this is, this is the type oh, of, win. you know, yes. I'm not, I'm not gigantically crazy on the Pats. I mean, you know that Bryce, I, oh, I, I, yes. I, you know, that and our founder knows that I'm not necessarily the craziest fan, but I mean, I understand that they're a very good team and I understand that there's a lot of things that they do that are very successful. But the problem for me is a couple things. And the Colts proved it on the Patriots. If the Patriots trail, they're not winning the game. I don't care if they trail by 10 to nothing. If they lose, if they are down early, big, they are losing. They're just, they don't have enough offensive firepower. They're, they're relying on controlling the lead. For the Colts' perspective, I think that the, the thing that just it makes me in awe is this is a defense in New England that you know Bill Belichick was probably sitting there like, they're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball. And the Colts still Stop ran the ball. It. The Colts still ran the ball. I think that's Can't the part that it. they that they have been able to just continue to get better and better with each and every week. That's something I got to keep an eye on. And I, I think on the defensive side, I mean, they were all over the Patriots. And, you know, when you've got the cornerstones that they do with a Buckner up the middle, you know, putting that type of pressure on Mac in the pocket, it's not it's it's going to make his night harder. There's not a lot of better defensive tackles in the league. I mean, to be completely honest with you, Bryce, there might only be one other defensive tackle in the league. I'm taking over DeForest Buckner at this point. And that's, Oh, he's a monster. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm serious. I just don't know who else I'd take, you know, cause I, I think he is providing an insane presence to that team. And I, the Colts are just rolling. And I, I think they are red hot. 
And the Patriots perspective, I think you've got to sit there and look at the mirror and, you know, figure out, okay, you faced a great Patriot, you faced a great Colts team on the road. Uh, but then when I look at some of what happened, it's like, well, yeah, Mac Jones, I feel like everybody's been kind of saying, well, who knows, you know, Mac Jones is, uh, you know, a good rookie quarterback. We can get him into what we want. And he's he's going to be fine. And he has shown a lot of moments of that. But this is kind of the game that everybody's been talking about that he's going to have or has happened. But this is like the proof to the pudding because they couldn't run the ball either, Bryce. And that's, that's mm. and they were, t- and, and, and they're put out to be this great running attack. This was not a great running attack. No. I mean, I understand Damian Harris is out of the game. I don't think Damian Harris should be able to significantly change no, how you run. He wouldn't ball. have. He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have changed enough. I mean, they they basically gave Hunter Henry his yards, right? I, in my opinion, it's kind of how it worked out. And other than that, you know, I don't think this team did a whole lot offensively. And and that just leads me to a lot of questions. Like I, I mean, Bryce, I think there's a lot of teams that can beat this offense. The question's going to be the the question's really going to be can that defense stay elite enough and Bill show his defensive prowess compared to everybody else in the AFC because there are so many offenses that are so good in that conference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, this is this in all three phases. This was a solid Colts win. Yeah, I mean, they got the block punt in the first quarter for a touchdown. That never happens. On with a Patriots team, no, absolutely. that stuff never happens, right? You don't see a New England front get pushed around like they did on defense, the way that the Colts' offensive line pushed them around. Yeah, Not to mention Danny Pinter, who stood in for for Ryan Kelly, was awesome. Danny Pinter's yeah. legit. Yeah, he is. He's really legit. Is. And we, we finally have some depth on the line, so injuries don't hurt us as bad. Um, and then Jonathan Taylor is just. He should be the MVP of the league. Caleb, I'm not joking, dude. I've never, I've never yelled and screamed so hard for a guy when he broke out that 67 yarder. Oh, I I looked at my dad and, and and before everyone, you know, before I heard all the analysts and things like that, I looked at him. I said, we finally, the Colts finally have the cheat code to, to literally to, to not only just the Patriots, but to everything. Right. He, he is, he is the, the, the factor that, all right, you know, all right. So you're trying to come back and you're trying to beat us. Well, guess what? We have Jonathan Taylor. Good luck. Right. Right. And then, and then I start seeing things pour in like, Oh, Jonathan Taylor's a cheat code. He's a cheat code. I'm like, that's exactly, that's the way to describe it. That is the way, because he can, he can literally break off something. Like, I mean, we've seen him break off what, like 280 yarders this year? Something like that. And then he busts out this 60, 70, which, by the way, the box was stacked, literally stacked Hmm. uh, at the line. And and, Hmm. uh, Quentin Nelson um, and and that side, that left side of the line just plowed a massive hole to close the game out. Hmm. And it it was just awesome to see Caleb. I mean, just all three phases for the Colts. Yeah. They they got a little loosey goosey in the second half. I do agree with that, you know, but if you tighten some things up on that, I think, I think it's golden. I mean, let's not, I'm I'm not going to discredit the Patriots. That's still a good defense. We were just able to win at the line of scrimmage. Hmm. We were able to win at the Hmm. line of scrimmage and that made the difference in the game. 
Yeah, 100%. 100%. Next up, uh, Bryce, you touched on this one earlier with Tyler Huntley, uh, the Packers and the Ravens. You know, intense game. You know, Ravens really kept it. Uh, I thought it was over. Close. I turned it off. Um, you know, it was like, okay, wow. Like, they they come back and they they made it something. They, they, they kept the Packers on their heels. I mean, I just, I, you know, as soon as we think we've got to read, Bryce, we don't. Yeah, like this game does not help me with Gage thinking about Green Bay Packers yeah, and the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. Like it, with just, you. it doesn't. It doesn't. If anything, it just makes it like, well, it's anybody. It's anybody. You know, I think it. I think anybody coming in at the right time can beat anybody in the right time at the NFC. Absolutely. I think we're seeing it with Tampa. Absolutely, we're seeing Arizona's down. You know, not downfall, but it's not. You know what they were. I don't think they're bad. I just. It's going to be tough for them to get there. Dallas, Dallas might sneak in. Obviously the Rams have clearly shown that they want to go all in. I mean, I think the Packers get this win, but I mean, it's, I'm sitting there just wondering how high, you know, what does this win do for you when you're thinking about Green Bay going to the big dance? I mean, it, it, it was, it should not have been this hard. No, but I'm also looking at their history in the playoffs, their recent history in the playoffs, right? NFC Championship game, yeah, losing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't trust this team as a bona fide. Like, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make the Super Bowl. Period. Yeah. Right. You know, Aaron Rodgers is doing what he does, but what happens if if you get that that double coverage on Devontae Adams and they completely take him out of the game? Right. Right. He got loose. Uh, he got loose a couple times in this game. And I think that was the difference in my honest opinion. But what happens if, if a team just completely takes him out? Right. I, I, I don't know. I mean, do you trust MVS? Do you do you trust an Alan Lazar? Do you trust a Randall Cobb if he yeah, comes back? Heavens no. I don't know. I don't heavens know. No. And, and maybe that's free. just the greatness of Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he really is the MVP of the league. Maybe he is. In my opinion, it should be a three person race right now. It should be Aaron Rodgers. Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup, because what Cooper Cup is doing is just flat it out is. amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. flat out amazing. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. I, I agree. Absolutely, he, he's We're really talk about it later. He's had a great, really good season. They look really sharp, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think when the the other thing when it looks to the Ravens, Bryce, and I know we talked about it a little bit. It's just, I, I just think the road for them. I, I think I, I think they're done. I, I'll go out and say it. I think for the done. Ravens, I think, yeah, I think they're done. I think they're done. I think I think you look at their schedule. I just part of me just likes the Bengals, a young swaggy team who knows they can already beat you big. I just like that. I like that. I like how that sounds. A young swaggy team coming in, knowing what they do best, beating you. And then you know, if you're the Ravens, you got to go face the Rams. I think the Rams have looked a little better, a little more physical. I think that's been the big aspect for them. At that point, Bryce, we're already looking at one too. And I just think that if you fall in a hole like that, I I just, I just don't know if you have enough. I just don't have have enough because in that last week of the year, you face the Steelers, which is, you know, which that rivalry is a toss up, no matter how quality the teams are. So it's, it's just, I, I think they are, as far as I'm concerned, I think they're out of the race. I think what they did was very good. Uh, but it almost feels like price. We're just seeing the, the, them just, you know, crumble. Just then yeah. fall down a hill, just fall down a cliff. Uh, next up, the Saints and the Bucks, and holy LOL. cow. LOL. Holy Christmas cow. came early for me. Saints. Brady loses, Pats lose. Well, and 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 they don't score. 
Tampa Tampa doesn't score. No, they don't. In they don't do anything. They embarrassing don't. They fashion. don't do anything. The Saints defense does everything. The Saints offense, which is basically lousy, Taysom Hill's lousy, but it gets the gets the job done nine to nothing. And look, what I what I what I see this game, Bryce, the Saints have obviously put themselves in a position to get the, to get into the playoffs. weirdly weirdly, weirdly yes. in the playoffs, and that shocks me. It shocks is it me bad? That, I don't want anyone from that division other than the Bucks making the playoffs. Is that weird? I mean. Well, look, you know, I, was I don't want to see Atlanta day. in there. I don't want to see well, New Orleans in there. I think Atlanta's Atlanta's, you know, kind of this. It's like if you, I don't know if you've ever been on Holiday World, Bryce, but I have. Then you go on the voyage, like you get the huge drop. You know, everybody yeah, likes getting yeah. up to the huge drop. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? It's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we're looking good. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we suck because we have. You know, a very old, a very old quarterback who doesn't really fit our timeline, and a bunch of contracts that don't fit. The Saints, it, it's the trickiest situation because they're a team that has this awesome defense that I think everybody knows they've had, but the offense is somehow getting it done enough. You know, Kamara being back, I think, is massive. Even if the stats don't tell you otherwise, the stats will tell you he sucks, but the impact that he has has been awesome. Because what he's doing is the defense is just keeping their eyes on him. He's number one on the game plan, which is allowing a, a Marquez Callaway to make a couple big catches in this game, which is allowing, you know, a guy like Drake Wonsmith to come in and have a decent showing. The Saints, to me, have put themselves in, you know, a, a very interesting position. They're 50-50 to make the playoffs. Their next three, Dolphins, Saints, Saints at home, Panthers, Saints, Saints at home, Saints and Falcons on the road. Very possible to say it's go three and oh, Bryce. Very, very possible. It's possible. It's, I, I think that Miami game is tougher than you might think, but uh, I, yeah, yeah sure. I mean, it's definitely possible. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I, you know, what are your perspective here on, on this game? I mean, because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were a team that was heading in the direction of number one. They fall back. Yep. They lose Evans. They lose Godwin. They lose Fournette. They may get someone back for the playoffs, but in terms of how they stack up seating wise, I think this is a massive game for that. Yeah. I mean, losing Godwin really hurts them for the season because I mean that him and Brady were, were starting to grow their connection as they come down the stretch here. Um, when Mike Evans comes back, they really need to use him as more than just a red zone threat. I think it's a joke. I think he's too talented for that. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, this yeah. is why Tampa yeah. Bay is stockpiling running backs too. Right. Ronald Jones, he's had the fumble issues. Yes, but he's a serviceable, serviceable back. I mean, it's bad that Giovanni Bernard, who they signed in the offseason that, you know, they they lost him as well. Um, But I mean, we they just signed Le'Veon Bell. So, I mean, it shows that they are showing some some desperateness uh, to to that running back position. But I think Ronald Jones is is definitely capable of being an RB one. He most definitely is. I mean, this is just a game where Tom still can't get over the Saints in the regular season. I can't explain it. I don't know why. Um, he sacrificed a Microsoft Surface tablet uh, for this game. And, uh, you know, that's that. You know, take your L and go home. I mean, it's for me, that's great. It's a great night. It's a great night. I, well, I know My Colts beat the Pats. The Pats lost. The Bucks lost. It's a great night. Well, yeah, a lot of Colts fans were probably more happy about this week. Absolutely. And, and you know, they were also probably happy because of what, you know, they were able to do in the seating, right? I mean, the Chiefs, Chargers, we talked about it. Chargers losing by six in overtime. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Rice, when I – so I'm watching this game. I'm texting you. I'm texting our founder, 
Alex Burr. And at the end of this game, okay, like, you know, just live reaction. I was like, I don't know how anybody can beat the Chiefs. I just don't know. Oh, now you're flipping, huh? I can't. I'm scrambling. It's like now I was. You're I'm, I'm. I'm scrambling. I I'm, told I'm, you they're not. I'm to worry just flipping. About with them. I'm just. Flipping. I told it's, you. I'm uh, fine. I'm flipping. Whatever you want me to say. I just. I just sat there and I was like, I don't. I told you. Well, well, but Bryce, the reason. I, but this game was the example, though. This game was the example. I feel like we've we've done a lot of what if, mm-hmm. but this game was like the prime example. Chargers look good. I don't think they really played bad. You can't sit there and say they played bad. They just had a couple things that didn't go their way, which happens, you know, in a football game. But the problem was the Chiefs had other things going bad, such as the rare Patrick Mahomes slip of the ball. The, you know, the times where it seemed like they were on a roll and then all of a sudden they didn't get any points. You know, it was not, it it was things that you know aren't going to happen, but would probably be if most teams had what happened to the Chiefs happen to them, they're losing. And the Chiefs won against a quality opponent, a team that I really like this season in the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, if I'm looking at the AFC, I mean, it's such a slim pick in the teams that I think could beat them maybe in one game. Chargers are probably one of the teams on that list where I'd be like, okay, you know, they've shown they can beat them. So, you know, maybe they go and beat them. But man, this was a, a big game. I think a statement game of where the Kansas City Chiefs are right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, Chiefs still have a, a decently tough schedule. Um, Harrison Bucker, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, all on the COVID list now. Kelsey and Hill account for pretty much all their offense. Uh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. And they have a very tough matchup against the Steelers coming up this weekend. Yes, they do. That's not going to be easy. No, it's not. So, are, are they a bona fide? Are, are, is that one seat a lock? No, I don't think so. Not yet. Not yet. It's getting yeah. close. But but when they are healthy, when they have everyone, yeah, the Kansas sure. City Chiefs are, are very hard to beat. And people were beating up on them at the beginning of the season. Well, now they're starting to fight back. And they're yeah. starting to find that groove and that defense is starting to get a little bit better. And I would not want to play the chiefs right now. And I would, as I would be fighting for whoever's at the bottom of, of the wild card, I would be well, fighting hard as heck to get out of that last seed. I'd be trying yeah, so hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So well, yeah, and, man, and I, it's, it, yeah. Chiefs are legit. They're legit. And I agree. I think this, the situation with Hill and, and Kelsey and Bucker is definitely something to watch out for. Mitch Remmers, another offensive tackle. Mm, you know, they they might not have those guys for the Steelers. Can the Steelers take advantage? I don't know. Chiefs last three games. Chiefs at home to Pittsburgh. Chiefs on the road to Cincinnati. Chiefs on the road to the Broncos. Last two weeks that they have against pretty good teams who are still going to be playing for prime position. So it's not like the Chiefs could just sit there and concede. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think it's going to be, you know, if they come in red hot like this, you know, and just set the tone, they get three wins right off the jump. They go in hot to the playoffs. They get the bye week. I just a very tough task to sit there and say they're going to lose again, again. <laughs> I, 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 that's that's the part that'll be frightening. Uh, cards, Lions, we blasted Cliff. Talked a little bit about Dan. It's an embarrassment. Look, I, I think uh, well, here's how I look at this game from, you know, I, from the Lions. It's like, okay, um, 
I hate saying this, but this is how I thought about the Lions win all week. You know, Bryce, when you're in second grade and uh, you're 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 playing in your rec baseball league when you were a kid and no matter the place you get, you get a trophy. Yeah, this is what I felt like it was for the Lions. Just a trophy. The second place. trophy. it's like, thanks for competing this season rather than tanking like you know, I'm not going to sit there and be like, I'm not going to sit there and just praise a huge amount for it. It's just like, thanks for not thanking. You want the trophy? Great. You know, like, I, I think it, this, this game's, this, this, this game's got nothing to freaking do with. It, it, I just don't think it's got a lot to do with Detroit. I think it's got a lot no, to do with, with Arizona and where they are. And them sucking. You don't want to team. The Cardinals last year were struggling second half of the year. And, you know, I are. think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't, I don't think it's not, you know. I don't think we're going to get in dangerous territory. And for them, I would argue that's a massive step to their organization is getting to the playoffs. They haven't gotten the playoffs in a very long time. I probably, Bryce, as far as I'm concerned, probably the last time they've been in the playoffs was when Kurt Warner was a quarterback. You know, oh, I, I yeah. don't have the numbers on that, but that's probably the last time they've been in the playoffs. It's been that long. Uh, maybe so. Carson Palmer. Maybe Palmer, but that's that's a long time ago too, man. That's, I agree. Not talking, I agree. So, you know, when I look at the Cardinals here, I'm thinking to myself, like, that's a big step for you to get back to the playoffs. But the collapse is obviously something you don't want to see, regardless of how successful you are. I, I, when you look. see this offense, Bryce, yes, they have Chase Edmonds back. But how do you think that they're going to they're counteract with Hopkins being out? I mean, it doesn't seem like they're looking for Edmonds in the, you know, as the, you know, in the ways that they should. Rondo Moore sitting there with an ankle injury. I feel like they've limited AJ Green to a matchup dependent guy, which I think is kind of a joke because you don't, you, you know, who else are you going to throw the ball to? I, I just, I just think it, it, it's just, I don't know. I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on the Cardinals. Well, I think they definitely need to do some soul searching on the offensive side of the football and, and find a way to get the, the ball in the hands of their playmakers easily um, and not just rely so much on, on Kyler Murray's, you know, show that he does uh, in, in yeah. the backfield. Right. Because surely Kyler Murray is not 100 percent. I don't buy I, I that. Could, yeah, I don't buy it I either. don't buy that. So you have to make things easier for him. And, and I, you know, the counteraction of, of Edmonds and Connor uh, in the run game, and then just finding easy throws, easy throws yeah. to make, you know, you don't need yeah. to hit a home run every time you're out on the field. No, you don't have to, you have to let that stuff come to you um, and pick your shots. Right. Get a flow of the offense. Don't try to be flashy. Don't try to be mad and just, just play the game. Just play, play the game. game. Yeah. This should have been a game that you should have easily won and you didn't. You got you got your butts kicked yeah. uh in embarrassing fashion to a team that is gonna draft a very draft very high in the draft this year. Yes. And it's yes. embarrassing. And and he, the thing for me, Bryce, is you picked up Zach Ertz. I would think one of the reasons you would want Zach Ertz is to be this intermediate track down guy, help you get those gains rather than going down the field. Seems like Zach Ertz has been a vertical threat. I kind of wish that they would figure out ways to use him more intermediate check down ish. And, you know, Bryce, something I've always said dating back to, 
you know, before Taylor's really taken off is I will love, I love when the Colts have both Hines and Taylor in the backfield or when both of them are on the field at the same time, the Cardinals have to do that. They should do that with Edmonds and Connor because of Edmonds pass catching ability, which is like as good as a receiver. And then Connor's ability to just run inside, it would make defenses have to consider a lot. I don't know why they're not doing that more often. (laughs) Next up, Bengals Broncos, a game where Cincinnati goes on the road, beats Denver, Fortunately, Teddy Bridgewater gets out for the game. Really unfortunate injury. Uh, yes. You know, we'll see where you know his status lies. And unfortunately, we had to see arguably the guy that has no vision in at quarterback and Drew Locke, a guy that I'd love to go see his eye doctor to be able to. You know, I'd, I'd love to I'd love to know the exams. I'd love to be able to see what he's reading from his peripheral vision. Look, when I see the when I see the Cincinnati Bengals in this game, <laughs> I think the Bengals winning 15 to 10 was a Matt was a good win for them. And I'm going to tell you why, Bryce, because this is a game that you sit there. And you're like the Bengals don't pat, the Bengals like to pound the points. The Bengals like to pound the points. They like to throw the ball. They like to throw the ball a lot. This game did not go that way. This game was a physical game. This game did not have the great, beautiful starts to their offense. You look at Jamar Chase, he only had three yards. You look at T. Higgins, he only had 23 yards. If you would have told me that before the game, I would have been like, duh, they're losing. The fact that they won is because of their defense. It's because of the way their defense played. I don't know how many times we've been able to say that. The Bengals have had a decent defense all year. I've really liked their defense, but it's encouraging to see Cincinnati win a game like this because it only gives me more hope that this team is a playoff team. This team is a playoff team. This team can get and win the division. Yeah. I mean, the Denver Broncos, they're, they're a tough out. Um, I think it definitely helped that Drew Locke came into the game. Um, and Teddy, oh, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, please, please. I'm, I'm serious. I beg of you, please retire. I cannot see you go through well, any more concussions or gruesome injuries. Dude, you're hurting yourself. Well, can, can he Please. just play for the rest of the year? So I don't have to see Drew Locke. Can that be my present? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of Drew Locke lately, man. And we're going to get a heavy dose of Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon the third. But, I mean, look, I mean, I agree with you. This is a good win for the Bengals. It's a good, gritty, tough win when, thing, when things aren't yeah. going so smooth, right? Joe, you, you couldn't really establish Joe Mixon. In fact, he left with an injury. Yeah. Um, you know, you couldn't hit the, the deep ball with Jamar Chase. Um, instead, you grind it out with Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins and rightfully so. Um, and then you trust your defense, right? The Bengals defense has played pretty well. We, we, we've seen guys like Eli Apple have a resurgence in their career, play extremely well for this defense. Trey Hendrickson, I don't know how he still does it, but, but he's been one of the best, one of the better pass. pass yeah, he has. Again yeah, this he year. has. Um, so, no, I think this is a good win for Cincinnati. They just have to stay focused. They cannot have one of their dud games uh, one of their inconsistent games and, and drop a key game that they need to establish themselves in the playoffs and get good seating. I agree. I agree. No denying that. We'll see whether uh, they come prepared or not. Next up, the Titans and the Steelers. Um, my God. Oh, um, another Christmas present. Really, surprise. really rough. This game sucks. Really rough. Like, really rough. When you have to sit there and watch Ben Roethlisberger. How did they win this game? Seriously. <laughs> I'm looking at, I, like, if you look at their stats, like, <laughs> you literally have no idea how they won. Listen, they threw for 148 yards and they yeah. ran for 35. 
They don't even have 200 yards of offense. Yeah, no. How it, it, did they win? It just to me, it's it's just the lack of. I mean, honestly, just lack of talent the Titans have. When when AJ Brown and Derrick Henry, Julio Jones are out, this team is nothing. They're Dude, they're they're I, nothing. This this team does not have anything. I, I think Foreman had a good game. I'm not saying Foreman sucks, but you you can miss me on. I, I like Chester. I like Chester Rogers. He's just not a number two. That's all. He's not a number two. He's not a well, Nick, number Nick Westbrook Akina is a number one, and he's not a number one. It's just a, a team that just is absolutely depleted offensively. They are on E. They 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 just do not have the personnel equipped offensively to do anything, and the Steelers took advantage of that by having big plays from Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick being an elite defensive player that he is, T.J. Watt making a play. I just, the way that I see this game is just, this is like the definition of a Steelers win. We just haven't seen it from Pittsburgh all year. We haven't seen a type of game where it's gone ugly and they actually make it work. The Steelers have been a team that I think has been extremely frustrating. I have no interest in seeing them in the playoffs. This is a, this is a loss to me, Bryce. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm I'm going hot take central and I do not care. Oh boy. I do not care because I think you are going to love this. All right. Titans go on three Colts win the division. Oh, and three. You're correct. They're getting AJ Brown and Julio back. Let me tell you something. Surely they beat I think they have to play Houston one more time. Lock it in. Oh, Caleb. Oh, <laughs> Lock it you in. You know I would love that. You I, I know love, I would love that. You know I, I, I would love, love that. I love, I love the Niners over the Titans. I love them too. Okay, that's a good matchup for the Niners. That's a great I matchup agree. for the Niners. The Dolphins are red hot. Oh yeah, you're right. The Dolphins are red hot. They are they are red hot. They're like a hot tamale type of hot. They're red hot. And then the Titans and the Texans, which the Texans, look. No, I'm really having no, to convince I myself. No, I, no, but I'm doing it. I, I can't buy I'm it. I'm doing though. it it's because Davis I think Mills. the tights. I think the Titans. It's Davis Mills. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I don't think the Titans have enough offensive firepower. If they don't get those guys back, which it doesn't, it does not seem like. As far as I'm concerned, they're getting them back. If they're not getting them back, Bryce, they are going to lose, and the Colts are going to take the division title. I am a believer in this. Hey, baby, I'm I have been thinking it. about you this a I'm lot, and I'm believing it. Titans you know are not. The it, Titans man. are going to go. They, they're locking it. Oh, three. Lock it in. Gosh, lock it in. Gosh, lock it in. I hope you're right. And I we'll know. Right. Well, no. This episode gets recorded. This episode will probably get posted tomorrow. Tomorrow, which Wednesday is, night, which is the Titans day game. And yeah. we'll see the Niners go one and zero. Hey, I'm down for it, baby. I am down for it. Nick Bosa, give me some sacks. And then the other fun part about this was, well, it's not fun, but unfortunately, uh, the COVID situations regarding multiple teams had games moved to do certain days. So we got a doubleheader on Monday, doubleheader on Tuesday. So let's get into the doubleheader. Uh, Raiders, Browns, Raiders are a joke. They beat the Browns 19 to 14. I, Bryce, I don't, I, I'm going to say that every time we talk about. The I know you are. I know you are. Look, the I... Raiders win this game. The Raiders win this game. I think it's a fight win for them. I think it's a good win for them. I just think the Raiders are a joke. Yeah. Against they, a third string quarterback. Against a third string quarterback. They Barely beat him. They barely beat him by the and no land. You're watching the video. It's like by an ant, the size of an ant is how they fought against the Browns. I mean, this is this is one of those things where if you're looking at this game, you know, there's no part of you 
that that that's heavily interested in Nick Mullins against Derek Carr. Look, the, here's the thing. The, nobody Donovan Peoples Jones was the best no, pass catcher. Yeah, no, thank you. For the Browns. No, thank you. Both these Monday night games sucked, and I really don't want to talk too long about them. Here's the thing. The Raiders and the Browns are cooked. Neither one of them are making the playoffs. There's that. There's that. The Browns, the Browns are going to have to do some long evaluation. And as far as I'm concerned, the Raiders need to sit there and think about how they want to move in their direction. I think Derek Carr is the real, real deal of quarterback. John Gruden was trying to move off and get him more receivers. One of them killed somebody. I like Renfro, but you know, Brian Edwards is like the biggest hot streak guy there is. He's like, if you try to think of a guy, that's like hot, hot and cold in the NBA, but there's plenty. He was hot. He's like the hot and cold guy in the NBA. When he's red hot, he's, he's good. He's really good. When he's cold, he just flat out sucks. And Brian Edwards just flat out sucks when he's not good. You know, they've got to get somebody else to help them out. And obviously, Waller being out's got an effect, too. Yeah, that, uh, that, that hurts. Vikings and the Bears. The Bears oh. suck. Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. Oh. You know what I would have done? You know what I would have done? You know what I would have done? If I was a security guard, you know what I would have done? You know, if you would have blocked it, myself. Yeah, I would have blocked So if you have to go straight to the locker room. So if you go straight to the locker room, you're straight out the tunnel. If I was a security guard, I would have been like, hey, uh, we got a train for you to the left. Yeah. It's available for your usage. Uh, and Take then if Matt Nagy asked me why I got to go to the train, be like, you ruined our quarterback. You've hurt us because you're not changing anything. And your modern principles aren't modern. They're extinct. The Bears are extinct offensively. This is a team that has literally, this is, it's, it's just not good. It's like I'm watching some prehistoric crap. When I look at the Bears, this is a team that has misery written all over it. The Vikings just beat them just because they simply have more superstar talent. And they, yeah, they really they, have this to do, was an awful game from them. It, it was an awful game from them, but they just had more star talent. Yeah, yeah. Justin had, Jefferson is, you want to talk about red hot guys, Justin Jefferson. Je- Justin Jefferson, you know, Dalvin Cook continuing to run the ball. It's the Vikings just beat him with star talent. That's all it came down to. Vikings kept themselves alive for the playoffs. I still think there's a real shot that they get that last spot. In terms of the Tuesday games, Seahawks, Rams, Washington Eagles. I'll start with Washington Eagles. I talked about it from the Jalen Hurts perspective. Washington's going to have to do some real evaluation next year, Bryce. That's how I came to this game. Oh, they had Gary Gilbert as, oh, as miss their me. quarterback. No, come miss on. me with that crap. Miss me with that crap. Oh, come on. Because Washington, Washington is They signed him on a day notice. Well, the problem is, here's my issue. Washington, Washington's going to have to figure out ways to get the ball to McLaurin easier. The only way you're going to do that is if you surround yourself sure. with better talent. No, I'm you, with you, you on that. You know, you, Logan Thomas, I think, is fine. I do not think he is as good as the world thinks. Well, I also Logan Thomas is gone for the year. No, but I'm saying I just don't. If you're looking at the team Come long on, term, okay. you're looking at the team with the long term right. view. All right. All it's right. A mis- I just don't think he's that good. And oh, I also I feel like when I watch the when I watch the Washington football team and I feel like I see Adam Humphreys get targeted 15 times a game. I know he doesn't, but it seems like it. Then I know we're we, I know we're on some crack because I know there's not I know there's something not right. Yeah, I'm not, not saying right. Humphreys is bad. I just think. It's just I know there's something not right. And Curtis Samuel not being healthy for most of the season, I think, does have a significant effect on this. I agree. But with Washington, I just they're miss they're missing they're, they're missing something. They're missing a punch. They're not using Gibson the right way. And then they started to do it later in the year when they were basically forced to because McKissick was out. 
you know, this defense, I think, is, is, is better. I think they've gotten better, certainly, uh, but they've got to be more consistent. This is not the defense that people projected in the preseason. No. And, I, I, and Philly, Philly. I, Philly's, Philly's been got, sneaky, weird. Philly's, good. Philly's sneaky, weird. Okay, but like, if I'm, the, if I'm, a, if I'm a defensive coordinator, can, Bryce, why, why am I respecting Jalen Riker? Yeah, I wouldn't. The, the, the Eagles ran the ball. The Eagles ran the ball. 41 times They're, they want to run the ball. It's so clear and obvious, which the they Eagles, weren't doing at the beginning of the year. So that's showing growth. But yes, it is. But if you're a defense, like, how do you not like, come on? And you have the defensive line that you have. You invested your defensive line to make plays like that. The yeah. Philadelphia Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles pounded all over you. Zach has made Zach has made the jokes about Lane Johnson in a cart, but let me tell you something: Lane Johnson's healthy. When Lane Johnson's healthy, he's good. Jason Kelsey's good. This is this is a team that I think shouldn't have had an insane amount of success against them. I just watched this game and I was just like shocked. I was like, there's just so many questions I have from Washington. Really, I, I just miss me on them. They've got to do some real evaluating next season, and for the Eagles to get this win, I think is big. Uh, they've got such an easy schedule with the Giants and then Washington again. Mm, there's and, then, and then they got Dallas at, at home the last week. There's they a might road. go two and one and get in. There's a road. Yeah. Hey, I, the only thing I got to say about this game, Caleb, is I want to shout out Antonio Gibson and uh, Jake Elliott, the Philadelphia Eagles kicker, for <laughs> helping me beat our small market king in the fantasy playoffs, baby. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On oh, yeah. the small market king's birthday, I defeated him in fantasy football. <laughs> bye bye. Well, you and I are in the final four in that league. You and I are in the final four. That's right. That's right. And I own Powell like Rogers owns the Bears hearts. That's right. That's, That's right. what I know how to do. Hey, and listen, listen, Voss, Voss, don't make Michigan references because that's what happens. You lose. You lose. Mm. And you lose wow. badly. Big time. Big time statement. And then the Seahawks and the Rams came. This down. is a joke. This is a joke. No, 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 no. no go ahead, no, no. This go is ahead. a joke. This is a joke. Seattle's a joke. Pete Carroll, go away. DK Metcalf is the most overrated wide receiver in the league. No, it's a not. joke. He's no, an absolute not. joke. No, he's Six not. receptions for 52 years. That's you're it. Ridiculous. That's you're, it. You're ridiculous. That's it. You're ridiculous. That's it. No, no, no. He's been you're doing ridiculous. This. He's been getting away with it all season. No, <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. It's a joke. Bryce, you're a It's a joke. You, you, you acting like this about DK Metcalf. A legit a receiver is a joke. It's a joke. He's probably on. Well, how he's many, not even how many, a top 10. He's not he's even got, top 15 right now. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> I haven't done a ranking in a while, but I, I have it's a, a joke. Time, I have Cooper a hard time believing. Cooper is better than DK Metcalf. Who would have oh, thought well, we're saying oh, that? Okay. Well, it's that's that's fair. That's fair. Hunter Renfro might be better than DK Metcalf. No, come on. Oh, come on. Do not sit here and tell me that. Come on. Can we talk about Cooper come on. Cup? Can we talk about him? I will. I, I'll talk about him. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go he is on this. now. He is now the single, the Ram single season receptions record holder. And we're talking about taking it yeah. from Isaac Bruce. <laughs> Tory Holt. And Tory. Some good receivers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, golly. Nine receptions, 136 yards and two touchdowns. What? Again, this is what I loved about the Rams win. Yeah. It's gritty. Mm-hmm. And you absolve the Odell Beckham problem. Odell Beckham had one catch for seven yards. He had three targets. You don't know why? Because it, it just didn't work out in the offense this time. And that's okay. And, and he didn't say anything. 
And and then there's no, there's no drama. He shouldn't because he's he's on a ten yeah. and four football team. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's it's there's no drama or anything. It's it's just you know it happened. Move on. Rams have set the they've set it clear. They know what they got to do. And now they're challenging for the number one seed, which in the division title. If you look because this, the Cardinals are are screwing this up. They're screwing the pooch on this. One. I mean, they've got a really rough three games, but who knows. Is Sony I mean, Michelle the RB one out there? Do you, do you think he should be the RB one now over oh, Henderson? Jesus. I I like him. I liked Henderson a lot, but honestly, probably because he's Michelle is Michelle Michelle's is, been awesome lately. Well, he's what he's giving you that Henderson's not giving you is physicality downhill in the trenches. which is a joke. Henderson gives you Henderson gives you a little more freestyle outside running. Michelle is giving you what the Rams have been missing physicality inside the trenches. The Rams were criticized. We have said on the show, the Rams offensively are not physical. They don't push you. Robert Woods being out doesn't help you. So they're less physical. The Rams are more physical now, putting more pressure on teams, especially in the interior. And I think that's what's putting them to a whole nother level. And I think Michelle has a lot to do with that. I think the Rams are, are, are on a very, I think they're, uh, they're they the most something. dangerous. I think they're the most dangerous team in the NFC. They're the most dangerous team in the NFC. I, I you trust them most, over the Packers? I, I not right now, but I think they're the most dangerous. If you ask, I, I there's a to me when I look at trust factor, that's when I have to take like the Packers and the Bucks right now. But dangerous teams that are coming on strong. I mean, the Rams are coming on strong. They're coming on stronger than anybody in the NFC. The Cowboys are winning, but the Cowboys aren't coming on strong. Right. We're not talking about the Cowboys this week to give you any idea. You know, this is a team. It's it's like the Rams are they're just stronger. They look strong. If they continue to do this against the quality of opponents that they have in the next three, the Vikings, the Ravens, and the Niners. Wow, dude, that's really tough. They, well, but if you get that, that's what I'm saying. I think they could, they might be able to go three and zero in those games. And if you go three and zero, then I just think you're you're dangerous. You're coming in hot. And right. If you and then, like you said, the seeds are still open. They find themselves in the number one seed where they don't have to go to like Lambo or some freezing cold place. You might have a chance. <laughs> Anyhow, um, Bryce, this was a fantastic episode. We got football coming Thursday. Niners, Titans, huge game. God, we got we got we got a lot of good games. Colts and Cardinals yeah. on Christmas. Oh yeah. Uh, I have to see Nick Mullins again against the Packers. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I've got the best game of the week for you at noon. You ready for this? All right. Lions and Falcons. No. We've got, we've got, we've got, we've got a no. lot of, we've got division. In all seriousness, we've got divisional games, Ravens and Bengals, Bills, Patriots have a chance to change up the entire conversation of what we oh, talked about boy. this week. This is going to be a super interesting week. Uh, the three o'clock games are going to make you want to gouge your eyes out. But anyhow, uh, Bryce, it was a privilege to uh, have you on the podcast. It was, it was fun to be able to talk about what we're doing. Absolutely, man. I, I'm. Oh, it's just it, it keeps getting warmer and warmer uh, down down this down the stretch here. So I'm very excited to see how this turns out. Absolutely, absolutely. Without a doubt. Thank you for listening.